Get Home Safe Baby, an Avatar The Last Airbender fic. Written by Amberg93. Read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. Rating, Teen and Up Audiences. Relationship, Sokka, Suki, Zuko. Additional tags, Alternate Universe, Modern Setting. Alternate Universe, No Bending. Established, Suki, Sokka. Zuko is a useless bisexual. Everyone is bisexual. Getting together, pining, a tiny bit of angst with a fluffy ending. Summary. Zuko doesn't like getting drunk at parties, because he doesn't know what stupid thing he'll do as a result. Like kiss his best friend's girlfriend, and then maybe kiss his best friend, too. Inspired by Cynthia Bai's tweet about blacking out at a party after kissing a guy's girlfriend, and then him to even it out. As a general rule, Zuko did not like to get drunk when he was at parties. He was known to be a bit free with his words and actions when he'd had too much to drink, and a party was the last place he wanted to be when that happened. Instead, he much preferred to be at someone's house that he trusted, with just his close friends, who might hold it over him when he did or said something embarrassing, but at least cared about him and wouldn't take a video then post it onto the internet for the world to see. But then, the best laid plans. Truthfully, he didn't even want to be at the party, but it wasn't the first time that Sokka's puppy dog eyes had gotten the best of him, and he doubted that it would be the last. Case in point, the game of Flip Cup that Zuko found himself about to play. He'd just been sitting on a couch, nursing a can of cider in an attempt to slow down on the alcohol intake after taking a couple of shots with the gang and chatting with Aang about his new rescue cat, when Sokka approached him. Zuko, please, please come and play Flip Cup with me. Why don't you play with Suki? Zuko asked with a frown, glancing around and trying to find Sokka's girlfriend in the crowd of people. Or Toph. Because they both already beat me and I'm trying to get a win! The unimpressed look that Zuko shot at Sokka would have made a lesser person back off, but Sokka was immune to such looks. It was unfair, considering that Zuko was still weak to Sokka's puppy dog eyes. And the other guy knew it, whooping them out right now and pouting lightly. Please, Zuko, please! They were just so pathetic, and Sokka looked so handsome, and how was Zuko supposed to deny him? Knowing that it was pointless to try and put up a fight, Zuko sighed deeply and got to his feet. Fine. One. Game. Sokka pumped his fist in the air. Yes! Thank you! They had to wait for the table to be open, but Sokka called the next round with Zuko, encouraging him to finish up the cider that was in his hand before the other couple finished playing. It meant chugging the cider when he would rather not have, but once he set it down, it would be lost to him anyway, so he did need to finish it. The empty can went on the side table with many other empty cups, bottles, and cans, and Zuko took in a breath as the next round was being set up. He had no chance of winning this, he knew it, but he was a competitive person by nature, and so he was going to give it his damnedest. He took his position on one side, looking over to see Sokka on the other. The other gave him a wink and a grin. And go! Someone called. Zuko took his eyes off of Sokka and grabbed the first cup, downing it and flipping it perfectly before moving to the next. From what he could see, he and Sokka were about even out of the gates. But as they continued, something unexpected happened. 
Zuko was winning. Somehow, he was just getting the flips on the first try and moving on with ease. By the time he got to the last cup, Sokka was just chugging the one before, and Zuko managed to finish and flip his cup just as Sokka was reaching for his last one. Zuko wins! Sokka looked up at him with the biggest look of betrayal that Zuko had ever witnessed. No! Somewhere off to the side, Toph and Katara were laughing loudly. Zuko did feel the slightest bit bad for Sokka and how aghast he looked. But then he remembered the only reason he'd invited Zuko to play at all was because he expected to beat him, and felt less bad about it. He was feeling good, too, crossing past the threshold of buzzed as the shots in the cider settled in stronger. He allowed himself to be congratulated by Katara and Toph as he moved away from the table, giving in to Toph when she demanded that he take a victory shot with her. Oh man, I wish I could have seen the look on Snoozle's face when he realized that he was going to lose again! Toph cackled, lightly punching Zuko's arm. It was how she showed affection. Zuko wished that she showed it a little less enthusiastically. It was great, Katara agreed with a laugh. Serves him right for dragging you over here just to beat you. Everything is awful, Sokka declared as he made his way over to the group. I can't believe I've been betrayed like this by you, Zuko. My best friend in the entire world, betraying me without a thought. Zuko couldn't help the fond smile that crossed his face at Sokka's antics, though he did try to downplay it as much as he could. Still, the flesh of Sokka's dark skin, the way that his hands moved as he lamented his loss, the dark hair that stuck up from where it had fallen out of his wolf tail, all of it was so endearing that it was very hard for Zuko not to just admire his best friend. He'd always known that Sokka was handsome, never tried to deny it, but he tended not to dwell on it. It wasn't like he had any right, not when Sokka was so happily in love with Suki. Speaking of, Suki came walking over to the group at that moment. She was too beautiful in a different way than Sokka, but in one that was no less stunning. Her smooth skin and silky bronze hair looked so damn soft that Zuko found himself yearning to touch it more than he should. Did I really miss Zuko kicking Sokka's ass? She demanded, sounding genuinely put out. Suki, you're supposed to be on my side! Sokka whined, pouting at his girlfriend as he reached out towards her with a gimme motion. Maybe I would have been if you didn't tell me you were planning on finding someone you could win against. She shrugged and then turned a blinding smile towards Zuko. It made something funny happen in his stomach. She moved over to Zuko's side and brought him into a warm hug. Good job, Zuko! It was very easy to melt into her stronghold her arms wrapping tightly around him, and his around her. Her hair smelled nice where it brushed against his nose, and he had to fight back the instinct to bury his face into her neck, nuzzle down and kiss her skin, like he'd often thought of doing. He was reluctant to let go, but she only pulled back enough to look at him, her eyes sparkling with good humor. Don't feel too bad about Sokka's whining. I'm not whining! He's just a loser, Suki continued, gifting Zuko another smile that made his brain feel like it was turning to mush. I am not! Suki rolled her eyes, but with that same fondness that Zuko felt towards Sokka, and he found himself catching his breath at the softness that overcame her features as she looked at her boyfriend. She looked just so damn gorgeous this way, and he wanted so desperately for that look to be fixed towards him. It was fucked that he wanted both of them like this when they already had one another. 
Usually, his yearning was pushed aside easily, but it was much harder to do that right now. He didn't want to. He wanted to openly show his affection. Suki looked back at him, and while it wasn't exactly the same look that she'd been giving Sokka, it was a different sort of fondness than what she looked at her friends with, and it shorted out Zuko's brain so thoroughly that he acted before he could second-guess himself. It wasn't hard to close the gap between himself and Suki, pressing his lips against her own. She stiffened for a moment, clearly in surprise, and Zuko went to pull back. But before he had even managed to fully disconnect his lips from hers, she was grabbing onto his face and pulling him back. Suki kissed like she fought, passionately and without holding anything back. Her lips were chapped and warm, and she tasted like the cheap beer that was flowing in abundance at this party. It was demanding and harsh and absolutely perfect. Zuko met that passion easily, fueled by more daydreams than he'd ever admit to having. For a moment, the world was just the two of them, just Suki and Zuko kissing one another like they needed to do so in order to survive. Then reality came crashing in and they parted. Both of them just stared at one another, taking deep breaths. Suki didn't look upset, at least, and Zuko was glad. He wanted to pull her back in and kiss her again when he felt a hand on his elbow. Turning, he caught sight of Sokka standing next to him. His pupils were blown wide, and he was looking at Zuko with an expression that Sokka had never seen before. Not wanting Sokka to be mad about the whole Zuko kissing his girlfriend thing, he decided that the only thing to do was to be fair and kiss Sokka as well. No one could be mad when the couple was in balance. Sokka's lips were surprisingly soft, warm and pliant under Zuko's, his hand staying resting on Zuko's elbow as they kissed. It was different from kissing Suki, but no less amazing. The hunger was still there, and the passion, but it was less like a blazing fire and more like a steady pull of the tide, dragging him under. Around them, there was some sort of commotion, but Zuko couldn't bring himself to care on the slightest. As the world had narrowed to himself and Suki before, it was now just himself and Sokka, and he had no room to care about anything that wasn't related to Sokka. When Sokka pulled back, he gave Zuko a big grin the kind of stupid one that lit his entire face and made Zuko's heart grow in his affection. His cheeks were colored and his eyes crinkled at the corners in joy. Pay up, suckers! Toph was demanding to someone, speaking loudly over Zuko's shoulder, but he didn't bother turning his attention away from Sokka. Suki moved closer and snaked an arm around Zuko's middle, drawing his attention over to her. She too was smiling, and Zuko felt so stupidly happy that his heart was definitely going to burst. In this moment, it didn't matter that he had very rudely inserted himself into their relationship without any permission. No, the only thing that mattered was how amazing he felt right now. How safe and warm and happy he was with Suki on one arm and Sokka on the other. Nothing could bring him down. Somehow, Zuko woke up in his own bed the next morning. His head was pounding, and he did not remember leaving the party the night before, or getting home, or getting into bed. Apparently, he had, though, because he was half-dressed and under his own covers, with sunlight streaming through his window to hit his face. With a groan, he flipped himself over to reach his phone. It wasn't plugged into the charger, but it was on the edge of the bedside table. The clock said that it was half-past nine, but what caught his attention was a text in the group chat that he had with Suki and Sokka. Opening it, he saw a single message from Sokka. Did you make it home safe, baby? Heart. Suki had reacted to the message with a heart. 
Suddenly, the night before came crashing back in full and vivid detail. Or at least the most important part of it did. The part where he'd kissed Suki. And Sokka. Spirits above. He dropped the phone and pulled the blanket over his head, slowly cursing every bit of himself for being so stupid as to have gotten drunk in the first place. And now Sokka was making fun of him. It was better than either of them being angry, but he didn't know if he could handle the teasing way that they were going to brush this off. Didn't know how he was supposed to try and laugh it off, and make some sort of excuse for why he'd thought it'd been a good idea to kiss Suki to begin with. At least with Sokka, he could explain the drunken knowledge that kissing him would even out the offense of kissing Suki. It wasn't great logic, but it was some sort of logic. But he didn't have an excuse for kissing Suki other than the fact that she'd been beautiful and close, and he'd wanted to do so for so long that he'd finally snapped. He was absolutely fucked. Realistically, how long could he avoid everyone? They'd all seen him make an ass out of himself, so he'd just have to try and avoid the whole gang. If he played his cards right and didn't leave the house or answer his phone, or use the internet at all, it wouldn't stop the fact that Sokka had his spare key and could burst in whenever he damn well felt like it. Not that he was trying to be dramatic, but this was one of the worst things that had ever happened. He was including the horrific scar on his face, and his mother leaving, and his father being the worst human alive, thank you. At least none of those things had been his own fault. Now he was suffering from his own hand. And the worst part of all of it was that he didn't even get to fully remember the glorious moment when he'd gotten to kiss Suki and Sokka. At least not clearly. And, hell, probably both of them had been drunk enough, too, that they'd just sort of gone along with him without realizing how much it meant to him. It was his own fault for being so attached to the two of them. His phone buzzed with a new message, and Zuko determinedly didn't look at it. He was just going to go as long as possible ignoring any and all communication so that he could try and build up the energy he'd need to face the fact that he'd acted on his ridiculous pining for not one, but two people he couldn't have. As it turned out, he managed to avoid everyone until it was almost evening by simply hanging out in his bedroom and turning off his phone while he tried to read a book he'd been meaning to get around to. Tried was the operative word because he couldn't focus on the words on the page for more than a few minutes, before he got lost in his thoughts about what he was going to say to Suki and Sokka when they eventually found him. Of course, he couldn't stop them from finding him forever. Sometime in the evening, they came strolling into his bedroom without even knocking, which was very rude, but Zuko couldn't exactly talk about manners now when he had actively been ignoring any attempt to talk to him. Oh, so you are alive! Sokka said sarcastically as he caught sight of him. We were worried that something might have happened, Suki said, as if Sokka hadn't even spoken. You weren't responding to any messages. You were worried. I said he was just ignoring us. Sokka scoffed, crossing his arms over his chest. Zuko felt his temper flare a little at Sokka's attitude, because he didn't want to deal with it. Then again, maybe he was mad about what happened last night, and in that case, could Zuko fault him for being upset? He took a shaky breath to try and calm his own anger. I've just been busy with this reading. I turned my phone off because I didn't want to be disturbed, he explained in the most measured voice he could muster. Sokka's unimpressed stare said that he didn't believe a word that Zuko said, while Suki's disappointed look confirmed that she also thought he was full of shit, and she felt saddened by it. Silence stretched between the three of them, oppressive and uncomfortable. 
fine. I was feeling weird about last night, and I didn't want to talk about it, he admitted after a few minutes of silence. A flash of something like disappointment crossed Sokka's features, though he attempted to school them back into the scowl that he'd been wearing earlier. A furrow appeared between Suki's eyebrows, but otherwise her face didn't change at all. She'd always had the best poker face of them all. Weird how? she asked. Zuko gave her an incredulous stare. Was she messing with him right now? Oh, spirits, did she not remember it all? No, wait. The text that Sokka sent wouldn't have made any sense if they hadn't remembered. Was this a test? He looked at Suki, waiting for her to give some sort of hint as to what kind of answer she wanted out of him. Sokka let out a deep sigh when the silence stretched on. Whatever. Come on, Sooks. Zuko clearly doesn't want us here. He was more closed up than usual. His words stilted as he turned. Knew it was too good to be true. He added under his breath. Wait, what? Too good to be... Did that mean they thought it was a good thing? What are... You're not mad at me for last night? Zuko demanded, stumbling over the question. Mad at you? Suki repeated. What the fuck? Why would you think that? Sokka replied, turning back around. Uh, cause I threw myself at your girlfriend and then at you? Zuko was certain that he wasn't being unreasonable with his assumptions. And we threw ourselves back! Sokka said, throwing his hands up in exasperation and muttering some choice words. Suki moved to take a seat on the end of the bed, clearly taking a calmer approach to things. Zuko, do you remember what happened after the kissing? Searching his memory, Zuko could remember feeling warm and fuzzy and extremely happy. Flashes of Suki's smile and Sokka's warm hand wrapped in his own filled his mind, but nothing concrete seems to materialize. His cheeks heated as he shook his head. Um, not really. I remember some feelings, but not really events. Out of the corner of his eye, Zuko saw Sokka relax slightly, his posture softening. His main focus, however, was still on Suki, who gave him a smile. It was the fawn sort that she often gave Sokka, or had when talking about him, and Zuko felt frozen under it, helpless to do anything other than just bask in its glory. Okay, well now that we're all sober, maybe this is a better time, Suki suggested and turned to look at Sokka, reaching a hand out towards him. Sokka reached to take it and settled himself down on the bed between Suki and Zuko. "'We like you, you dense idiot. We've liked you for a long time and thought you were just too polite to turn us down properly.' Zuko blinked and then blinked again, and then opened his mouth. "'They... he... Uh, turned them down?' His mouth closed and he looked between the two of them, trying to read their expressions." Sokka was looking at him in an almost challenging way, as if daring him to argue with anything that he'd said. Suki looked mildly amused, but nodded in agreement with what her boyfriend had said. "'And we weren't sure if you'd be okay in a poly situation, even to begin with,' she added. "'But we'd like to date you. Both of us.' Zuko wasn't certain that he wasn't dreaming. Was there a discreet way that he could check? "'Wait, people couldn't read in dreams!' He glanced down to the book that was still open and was able to read a line of it with no problem. So, this wasn't a dream. It was real life. This was happening. To him. His eyes flipped between the couple, checking for any signs of deception. There were none to be found. Taking a deep breath, he nodded. Yes. Yes? 
Suki repeated, a grin forming on her face. Zuko nodded rapidly as he looked at her, still feeling like if he did anything wrong, he would shatter the whole moment, and it would be revealed to be just a cruel joke. Before he could worry more about it, though, Sokka was throwing himself at him in a sort of weird tackle that had Zuko grunting as he fell half against the headboard and half against his pillows. Ow, Sokka, what the hell? Don't worry us like that again, he demanded, holding tightly to Zuko and making no move to get off of him. I thought you said that only I was worried. Suki teased with a grin, reaching out and rubbing Zuko's calf lightly, as if she just wanted to have some contact with him. Yeah, Zuko huffed, attempting to push Sokka off. Now get off of me since you weren't worried. Oh, I was upset. Sue me, Sokka replied flippantly, wrapping his arms more tightly around Zuko. And make me. Suki, please get him off of me, Zuko asked. He couldn't see her grin, but he could hear it. With pleasure. No, wait, that's not fair, Sokka complained, and within a minute he was off of Zuko and on the floor. Don't be mean next time, Suki said without shame, moving to cuddle in next to Zuko as soon as he was seated again. But seriously, Zuko, in the future, do you promise to just talk to us? I'll try, he answered, knowing that it was historically a problem for him. But he was so happy right now, and he wanted this to work so he'd do his best to make sure that he was a good partner, and that would likely mean a lot of communication. Do or do not, Sokka quoted in a full Yoda voice, sitting up and crawling back onto the bed so that he could rest his head against Suki's thigh and reach for Zuko's hand. There is no try. On second thought, maybe I just want to date you, Suki, Zuko said flatly, taking his hand out of Sokka's grasp. Suki threw her head back and laughed, loud and happy, while Sokka sputtered and tried to argue, and Zuko found himself so enamored by the two of them that it hurts. Maybe, just this once, his drunk self had done something great. The End